those in the social media. This is Grace and Faith Fellowship. We coming to you without saying that message. This is installment three of why we need God's word. Why we need God's word. And once again, we pray we've been a blessing to you. We always love to come and share the word of God with you and hope we inspire you and most of all challenging you um, through the word of God. But we We've been talking about why we need God's word. Why do you need to study God? Because God um, tells us in his word that we need to meditate on his word day and night, um, study it, meditate, memorize it. And the question is, why does God tell us, thing, tell us these things? And so it's very important that we become another word, to know the word of God, to just be able to just hear uh, what God is saying, um, you know, so it's important for us to just be able to get in his word and those words, because the word, it, it helps us. And we talked about first how God's word is the truth. If you want to know the truth, um, you need to get in God's word. His truth never changes. It is never ending. It is always the same. Okay. And so therefore you need to understand that is always the same. Number two is that you need to understand that, hey, um, God's word um, also is powerful. We talked about that last week, how God's word is powerful. It's power in God's word. It can change your life. It can encourage you. It can sustain you. It can heal you. And most of all, it changes us as we, but you remember we talked about last week, how you got to be open to his power, to God. This is just not an ordinary book. Okay. This is not just a magazine, like you read a magazine or a newspaper. The Bible says the word God, the words God is alive and it's powerful than a two-edged sword. So there's power in God's word. So, but tonight, tonight we're going to talk about God where it rescues us. Okay, his word rescues us, okay? And so we need to understand that his word rescues us. And we're going to be spending time and basically might not read all of it. But basically this lesson is coming from Psalms 91. 91. So when we're facing danger, we can stand on God's word. Because we're going to be dealing with some things. When you're facing danger... You need to stand on God. David said this. He said this in Psalms. He says, this I declare about the Lord. He alone is my refuge and my place of safety. My, my God, and I trust him. This is what David said. David says, if I need rescuing, because we know David, his enemy was after him, chasing him. David was, you know, in the pursuit of him, trying to kill him. Saul, King Saul was trying to kill him. But David says, he declared he alone, God is his refuge. God is my place of safety. Okay. So we know that God will rescue us no matter what we're going through. So you need to understand that when we are free and facing overwhelming situations, we can run to God for safety. Okay. When you are free, when you are facing situations, the seemed, you know, too tough. You can run to God for safety. That's who you run to. Okay. You run to God for safety. Trusting in God means, now trusting in God doesn't mean 
uh, we never face difficult, scary circumstances. God rescued, but now doesn't mean because you trust in him, does not mean you're never going to go through anything. You're not going to fa face some difficult circumstances, some scary situations, things that, you know, may put a little fear in you. Okay. Doesn't mean that when you trust in God. Because life uh, throws all sorts of things our way. It's going to throw things your way, but we can we can still be at peace because of God's promises. Okay, you can still be at peace, even though you're facing overwhelming circumstances, things that are scary. We see things now with, with diseases in the land and wars, rumors of wars and things. You don't have to be afraid, okay? Because, you know, you trust in God and you trust in his promises, especially this promise. This is a promise. When you read the song, name, it is a promise that he will protect you, okay? He will protect you. You know, so we can believe in God's promises. Now, let me give you some example of his promises here. And this is one from um, Psalms 91. And this is verses 14 and 15. It says, I will rescue those who love me. Okay. I will protect those who trust in my name. When they call on me, I will answer. And I will be with them in trouble. And I will rescue and honor them. This is what he says. You can see this is a promise from God. He said he will rescue those who love him. He will protect those who trust in his name. You can stand on that promise. Now, let me say this. What is the promise when God, you trust in God's promise? When you trust God to protect you, what does it look like? Let me, let me break that down. Because a lot of times we think that we can just do anything and God's going to protect us. Or we can go into any circumstances even though god don't warned us we think we you know um we think we can just eat anything and god's gonna protect it now let me tell you how this look how this look it may look your protection may look different from mine let me say that okay you know god may tell you to get the vaccine okay he may tell me not to Okay, so it's all about remember, uh, it's all about hearing from the Holy Spirit. Now, I, I want you to hear this tonight. Hearing from the Holy Spirit. Sometimes we like to put um, God in a box, or as we say in Grace and Faith, I say, we like to make God, we, we think we got this cookie cutter God where He put everybody in the same box and he he protects everybody the same way he heals everybody the same way he delivers everybody the same way we think because everybody because we got delivered a certain way or because we got healed a certain way that god's gonna do it the same way no your protection may look different from mine as i said god may tell me to go he may say uh, tell me to get the operation he may just heal you supernaturally miraculously okay so but the thing is, it is God's protection, no matter how it, it comes in all forms. But he will protect you. you no, know, God may tell, hey, if God gives you, if you're going out of, say, give an example, say you're going out of town or you got to catch a plane and God gives you a rainbow word says, don't get on that plane. Don't get on that plane. And God gives you all kinds of signs, you know, weather says, don't get, weather's going to be bad. Uh, and you say, you say, well, hey, so God's giving you a warning through sound, maybe through people. Uh, you don't want to go to ride. 
because that plane is probably going to crash. Well, if you ignore all God's, the Holy Spirit telling you, okay, and get on the plane and you die, and then you say, well, God, why you didn't protect me? No, he was trying to protect you, okay? You just didn't listen. I remember a story I told years ago of a man who, it was a flood, and he, you know, his house was flooded, and he had to end up climbing on the roof, and you know, one boat came by and says, hey, you know what? You can jump in the boat with us. You know, he, the man said, you know what? No, no, I'm not going to get under. The Lord's going to save me. So the first boat went by. The second boat came by and says, hey, you know what? You get on this boat. We can take you to safety. He said, no, the Lord's going to rescue me. Okay. So the second boat went by. Then a third boat came and said, look, we can take you to safety. Hey, you know, just get on the boat. We got room for you. He said, no, the Lord's going to save me. So finally, the man drowned, ended up dying. And then when he got to heaven and met God, he asked God, Lord, I thought you said you was going to protect me. I thought you was my protector. Why didn't you save me? And God looked at him and said, who do you say, who you think sent the three boats back? So my point is, is that it looks God's protection comes in all forms and maybe different, you know, than minds. But that's why it's the key is you hearing God's voice. But God's promises to say, yes, amen. But what, what happened is we get caught up in methods and we get caught up in uh, certain ways that, you know, God do things. Oh, God going to do it this way or that way. No, it's important that you listen to the Holy Spirit and hear him. And let him speak to you as to how he's going to protect you and rescue you. Because like I said, the way he rescued you may not look the same way as mine. That's why we got to be open to hear the Holy Spirit. But he did his promises are yes, amen. His promises are true. He said here, read again, I will rescue those who love me. I will protect those who put their trust in me. And when they call on me, he said, I will answer. I will be there with them in trouble. I will rescue and honor them. So that is a promise from God. It says he will never leave us to face anything on our own. He will never leave you to face anything on your own. God is always with you. Okay. He is always with you. He's never left you. He's, but he will never leave you to face anything on your own. Okay. He's going to be there. He He's always, we always have him with us and we can always rely on him. He's bigger than in our situations and more powerful than any storm that we are facing. You need to hear that. God is bigger than any situation you have. He's more powerful than any storm you will ever face. You need to know that tonight. And how do you get that? You get to know that through his word. He will rescue you from any storm. Okay, any situation he rescue when we when we speak God's word of our lives, we release the power contained in it. Remember last week we talked about the power. So the power is in speaking God's word. There's power in speaking God's word. Okay, so we need to be speaking out verses about which shows us how big God is compared to our situation. You need to be speaking God's word out. 
so the, the, they said the promises of God are voice activated. Now let me let me go into that little detail. Now let me let me say this: the the power is not in your speaking. Okay, because a lot of times we put confidence in our we put faith in our faith. We put confidence in our ability to speak. And the power is not in your speaking. Remember, your the power is in God's word. So whether you speak it loud or whether you speak it soft. The power is in the word. Now, don't put confidence in your speaking because what can happen is we can start to do things mechanically. And as I said, we get caught up in in methods. And so, uh, you know what? And the Holy Spirit may tell you to speak something 100 times to get your deliverance. Now, that word, that may be a word for you. Okay. For somebody else, he may just say, just speak it one time. And that's it. And declare and stand on it. So, but that, that the Bible does talk about speaking God's word. You know, David said, I will say unto the Lord, he is my refuge, my fortress. David said, I will say unto the Lord. It means that you speak it out. You say it to yourself. You can say it out loud. You by yourself. You know, you speak because, hey, he says, so we, we need to be speaking out the verses to show us how big God is. Sometimes you need to hear yourself say the things of God. Because guys, let me tell you this. Your circumstances will speak to you. They're speaking to you right now. Your body will speak to you. Your body will say, you know what? I'm in pain and I'm never going to get through this. Your circumstances will be speaking to you. Say, you know what? My son or daughter will never be delivered, never be set free. Your money will be speaking to you. Say, you will always be broke. You know, circumstances will talk to you. You got to talk back to it with the word of God. That's what Jesus did with the enemy in the garden and in, in, in the wilderness. When the enemy said something, Jesus said, hey, and he spoke the word to the enemy. He spoke the word to the devil. Said man should not live by bread alone, but every word that proceeds out the mouth of God. That's what God said. So you got to do the same thing. You got to begin to speak because we, it says we release the power that contains when we speak it. You are releasing something in the atmosphere. You need to understand it. And once again, like I said, this is don't get caught up in, in the mechanics of it. Sometimes you got to hear, hear yourself say it over and over again. And a lot of times we say, well, I said it one time and, and I don't see nothing happen. Well, don't get caught up on that. You got to continue to speak it until you see manifestation of it. Why? Because sometimes you're not speaking it to make something happen. Let me say that. You're not speaking it to make something happen. You're speaking it because it has already been done. And a lot of times when pain hits your body or the circumstances is not getting any better, you need to be still convinced yourself. You need to say, hey, you know what? Even though I don't see the circumstance, I know it's already done. By his stripes, I'm healed. By his stripes, I'm delivered. I am prosperous. I am the head and the top, not the tail above and not beneath. You need to be saying those things and make it a practice to speak the word of God over your life. Okay, because why? Because life will speak to you and tell you lies and tell you, I mean, speak against the word of God. So you got to counter that by speaking things because, hey, we, we're so in, we do it all the time. I constantly hear people on a daily basis say negative things about themselves, 
say talk about how much sick they are, how much pain they're in, how bad things are in their household and situation. But you need to start speaking life. Even things that are not better at you, you need to start speaking life. I thank God that I am delivered. Even though you're in pain, I thank God that I am healed of this pain. I am healed of this disease. I am. You need to start speaking things and allow, hear yourself speak the things of God. And so let me give you some example of speaking some things over your life. Just give you a few scriptures here. So for God says it has not given us the spirit of fear or intimidity, but of power, love, and self-discipline. And that is 2 Timothy 1 and 7. God ain't giving us spirit of fear. You should not be fearful. Even the things that we hear going on in the third world countries and other kinds of things going on with Israel right now. You are not be fearful. He said he haven't given us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. That's what he has given us. You need to speak that over your life. Another thing, it says the Lord himself will fight for you. He says, just stay calm. That's the uh, NLT version. I love that. God himself will fight for you. Just stay calm. Just stay calm. Just be calm. He said, I'll fight for you. Just stay calm. It's going to be okay. Okay. It's going to be all right. And that is in Exodus 14 and 14. The Lord himself will fight for you. Just stay calm. Here's what Isaiah 26 and 4 says. Trust the Lord always for the Lord God is the eternal rock. Trust him always. Don't ever stop trusting God. Don't ever stop trusting him. Because, hey, he is our eternal rock. He is everlasting. He is the thing that's going to last forever. Okay, let's look at um, Jeremiah 32 and 27. It says, I am the Lord, the God of all people of the world. Is anything too hard for me? He says, is there anything too hard for me? Is there anything too hard for God? It's nothing too hard for him. There's nothing too hard. We may think the world may say that, but nothing is too hard for God. Nothing's too hard for him. And you need to understand that it is nothing too hard for my God, for your God. Nothing. He can fix it. He can heal anything. No disease is too big for him. No circumstance is too big. No matter if you ever faced before or not, he said that, hey, he, is, he has promised it to make a way out of no way, and you have to trust him. He says, anything, it's nothing too hard for God. So we, we so stand firm on God's word tonight. He will rescue you from his way. God's word rescues us. It rescues us from our circumstances. It rescues us from bad thinking. Thank God for that. That's my prayer. God, rescue me. That should be your prayer. I want to speak to somebody that says, you know what? You just say this. God, rescue me from bad thinking. Bad thinking. Thinking bad things of myself. Thinking bad things of people around me. Because it tells us in, in um, 1 Corinthians chapter 13, the love chapter, it says, hey, always looking for the best in people. And I need to work on that myself. But God, rescue me 
rescue me from rescue me from bad thinking okay rescue me from that you know because i need to know god that hey i need to know how you think i need to know how you feel and how do we do that by getting the word rescue me from bad thinking and so expect god to keep his promises you need to expect god to keep his promises whatever he said he said he will do it and it doesn't matter don't matter how long it takes you stand stand and keep standing in faith don't quit don't give up no matter how long it takes okay no matter how long it takes was one week one year stand in faith never keep give up on god because god the bible said he keeps his promises he keeps he keeps every one of his promises but you got to stand on it you got to stand on that night and remain in faith knowing that god will do what he said he will do he's gonna do it but you got to trust in him you got to believe him you got to believe in him i just want to read a little bit more of psalm 91 i'm not be before you long tonight but i love where it talks about where it starts out just want to read it maybe just read some of it. it says those who live in the shelter of the all of the most high will will find rest in the shadow of the almighty he alone is my refuge my place of safety he is my god i will trust him he for he will rescue me as we're talking about from every trap this is a promise you need to hold on to this he will rescue me from every trap and protect you from from deadly disease remember he will protect you from COVID 19. he'll protect you you know from cancer and once again like i says that may look different from everybody don't get caught up on you know what don't let nobody talk you out of what god says you need to as in this scripture this chapter this um song about protection once again god will protect you it says he will protect you from daily disease but my question my i want to challenge you tonight to hear from the holy spirit as to how he wants to do that okay how he wants to do that how he wants to protect you okay we need i need you to get that tonight because a lot of times we think well you know what oh god just gonna protect me now no how does he do it how how does that look how do we walk that out because we gotta know how to walk that out it may actually once again it may mean for you to get the vaccine it may mean for somebody else don't it may mean for you to change your diet okay it may for you to start exercising we tell protect you from diseases you may have to build your immune system god may the holy spirit may lead you god may lead you to start eating a certain type of food why because who who knows our body better than god okay he may tell you to stop eating certain foods. You know, he may tell you, you know, don't go over here. You know, don't hang out with this person or don't be with this person. Or God, you as you going down the road, God may tell you, don't take this way, take that way. Because sometimes we get a routine that's taking a certain way. But the Holy Spirit may speak to you and say, no, I want you to go this way because there's an accident this way. And I want you to go this route. Once again, so it's all about hearing the Holy Spirit. He says he will cover you with his feathers. He will shelter you with his wings. His faithful promises 
are your armor and your protection. So God's promises are your armor and protected. If that is his promises are there to rescue you on a daily basis. It says, you do not be afraid of the terror of the night, nor the arrow that fly by day, nor do not dread the disease that stalk in the darkness, nor disasters that strike at midday, though a thousand fall at your side, and though 10,000 are dying around you, these evils will not touch you. He says, hey, people dying all around you, but it will not touch you. It will not touch you. This is the promise that we need to stand on. We need to stand on these promises that God has given us. So I want to I want to challenge you tonight to get in God's word. God's word rescues us. It rescues us. He wants God where will rescue you from your situation, your circumstances, the things that you're in. If you trust in his promises, you put your confidence in his promises. He will rescue you. It is a finished work. It's already done. Let me pray for you. Father God, in the name of you, I thank you for your word. I thank you for just speaking to your people. God, thank you that your word rescues us. I thank you, God, that you're rescuing somebody right now from bad thinking, from their circumstances that has gone. Uh, they've gotten bad news from the doctor, a bad diagnosis. God, I thank you that the body of your stripes, they are healed because that is a promise that you gave us. I thank you, God, that you turn somebody's circumstance around. I give you glory, God. I thank you for rescuing them right now in the name of Jesus, God. They put their trust in you. They put their confidence in your promises. I thank you for what you're doing in their life right now. And I give you glory and praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Once again, we thank you for listening. We will be back with you again next week on another installment of why we need God's word. Once again, thank you for listening and we'll see you next week. Thank you and bye-bye.